This is episode 66, Creating in Color with Jill Serafina. Welcome to the Perspective Detective Podcast, where you are joining me on a quest to seek the Lord's perspective and to bridge faith with the life coaching tools that I have gathered and self-help knowledge to find joy and freedom in living in our true identity and in improving our relationships with others. Let's begin. All right. Welcome back to Perspective Detective. So today I'm super excited. I'm here with my friend, Jill Serafina, and we're actually sitting in person so that we could have really good sound. <laughs> but And she is a sound healer. So this is, pretty, this is important. It's important that there's good sound. Anyway, yeah, so she is a sound healer. She's an energy worker, a massage therapist, a shaman, and just so many other things to so many people. She's just wonderful. So Jill has always been and is still an active member of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. And with her gifts, she brings a very unique perspective to what it looks like and what it feels like to feel the Spirit, to heal, and to bring God and His goodness into our lives. So Jill and I... (laughs) Jill and I met when we were both presenters at a women's retreat, and we very quickly discovered that we are soul friends. Jill, is there anything else that you would add to that? No, I just love you and I love being here. We're very excited to be able to do this together. In the last podcast, I talked about the law of creation and how everything is created spiritually before it's created physically. But all of us want the result, the end result, which is the physical creation, right? We want to get things done. We want to see things happen. So today we're actually going to kind of continue with that conversation, but with Jill and her perspective on how all things created are within the, let's say like the realm of energy. She's going to help us see how this law of creation fits beautifully into the world of chakras and energy. And we're calling this episode creating in color, because if you, if you're not familiar with chakras, they do ascend in the order of the colors of the rainbow, which is just really cool to think in that way. So if you're a visual person, I think you're really going to like this episode and you're going to like the way that it's explained as it is a little bit different. So one of the reasons that I love talking to Jill about these things is, like I said, she has a totally different perspective and explains the same things that I understand in a different language and in a different way. And I love this because I think when you can explain the same thing in a different way, then it testifies of the truth of the natural law of this principle. And so it really validates, I think, and affirms that this law of creation or I don't know what else you'd call it. It's even like the model. If you're familiar with the self-coaching model, it is just, it's a natural law. It's just a truth. And so this verify and affirms that truth. Um, Actually, before we jump in, let me first say like one of again one of the things that I love about this is um this law of creation I don't know how other way to explain it (laughs) is like this is how you change your reality this is how you change how you feel like oftentimes like if when people are like in a rut of some sort and they're like I can't change my circumstances then you might hear well then just change the way you feel about it right but then we're stuck with like okay thanks for that. How? (laughs) Right? Or just change the way you think about it or just change. And so this is, again, the how. Another cliche that we're going to address here. So get excited about this. If you've ever heard yourself or someone else say, just give it to God 
or someone else maybe said, I just gave it to God and then everything was good. So we're going to actually explain like systematically what that looks like from an energy perspective. So I'm really excited about this conversation. Let's go. Okay, Jill, let's start with maybe an example of how you use the channels of creation in your life. Something, let's say a success story first. Yeah, sure. So I just want to start out first saying that like everything is energy. And also with that, like everything starts out energetic before it comes physical. And often with that is even just like physical like disease or anything else that goes wrong. Like it kind of starts out energetic. It can have like an emotional component, like a root cause to it. And then we'll physically present it, which is kind of like... I know it might be an extreme, but like with mammograms, that's testing for lumps. But if you do like the heat therapy or the heat thermograph or something like that, shoot, it's a big word. It's okay. <laughs> it catches breast cancer so much earlier because it catches the heat pockets because those heat pockets are what turn into the lumps. And so I just love that example of like things are energy before they become physical. So if we want to change something physical, we need to go back to the energetics of it and vice versa if we want to pull something into our physical world like let's go manipulate the energetics of it and then like bring it in and so that's kind of where the chakras come into play because if you have something in your physical world that's not working you can transmute it by sending it up through the chakras and then just like manipulating the energetics of it and then bringing it back down do we need to start by explaining the chakras themselves okay i'm gonna first define the word transmute (laughs) We talked about this. I'm like, if you use words that I don't know, I'm yes. going to look them up. No. Transmute means to change in form, nature, or substance. Okay, so when she's going to say transmute a lot. This Jill has a different language than me, like I said. When she says transmute, just think change, okay? Or alchemize. Or alchemize means the same thing, change what feels like magical or mystical. But it's not magic. It is real and it's energy. So alchemize, transmute, Jill uses those interchangeably. (laughs) They just mean change. Okay. Okay. You can keep being your authentic self and use your words. (laughs) Because so much what people think is like quote unquote magic. It's either A, quantum physics, which is science, or B, Mm -hmm. it's just energy, which is also science. And so I love Yeah. I think that's why I love this so much. I've always been the kind of person that's like, I want to know how stuff works, right? Like there's that show how things are made or how it works or something. And I'm like, I want to know like how things work. I've been like that, but especially when it comes to like psychology in our brains. And and this is just like another take on that. Anyway, sorry. And also, but kind of on that same note, though, everyone's like, oh, like science and religion. Like they absolutely belong together. (laughs) Like God created science like yes. I don't know it's so funny when people try to like keep them separate or like dispute them I'm like yeah they're the same thing to me so. yeah I'm actually reading a book sorry now we're on this tangent yeah. <laughs> but no I'm reading a book called the other Einstein which is Einstein's wife and she actually talks about how she loved physics because that's where she found God like what? in all the little particles and the atoms and everything it's a it's a fantastic read if you want but but just that part I adored that she was like, I love physics and science because that's where I found God. Okay, let's come back to the conversation at hand. So before we go into examples, Jill, will you just explain to us what the chakras look like, like how that functions? How can we visualize it through hearing your words? Yes, no, that's so perfect. So chakras, like what even are they? They, we have seven main energetic points in our body. And so we have the root chakra is the first chakra. And that's like at the base, 
like top of your legs, bottom of your torso. And this one deals with everything physical and literal. It's very like survival. It's like, it's the lowest frequency of the chakras. And so that's going to be like your food, your money, your car, your job, like just things that your 3D body in this world need for survival. And then the next one up is going to be the sacral chakra. And that's basically with your reproductive organs. This one is orange and it has to do with like your passions, your spontaneity, um, is your emotional center. And then we have the solar plexus, which is kind of where like the diaphragm is. It's just above your belly button, below the rib cage. This one's yellow. And the solar plexus deals with the, it's like your action center. It's your decision-making center. It's your self-esteem. It's your self-worth. It's like your personal sun. It's your energy. It's your power. And then we have the heart. This one's green. This is your fourth chakra. This one's considered the bridge because now we're introducing other people. So before it's like your survival, your emotions, your decision making. And now we have other people. So it's like the heart deals a lot with like your roles, your identity, community, things like that. This one's all about like love, unconditional love, and just like the roles you play and like interact with other people. And then we have the throat. That's your fifth chakra. It's blue. This is your communication center. And so it's gonna be, it involves your mouth and your ears and your throat. So it's the verbalizing, expressing your truth, listening, just communicating. And then the third eye is the sixth chakra that is the lower of your forehead, just kind of like in your brow. And this one's indigo and it's how we see things beyond the physical plane. And so it's gonna be how we see the hand of God. It's going to be how, honestly, how we hear the Holy Ghost. So like the five clairs, which I know we can get to in another podcast, but those are all going to be coming in through the third eye. It's how we gain information that's not necessarily on the physical plane. And then the crown chakra, which I do want to talk about a bit today, is our connection with the deities. Like it's our connection to the higher power. And so for me, that is God. Um, and so, and it's also like a two way street kind of thing. So it's like how I connect with God, but then also how I allow him to like connect back with me as well. And so the crown also deals with attachments, um, which I kind of want to get into a little bit. Cause I know you were talking about like the model and stuff and like how we can give things over to God. And I just love the phrase of like, let go and let God, because I feel that right there is just the perfect example of like going through the chakras. Cause like. When we have a grip on something, that means it can like be in like our physical world. So like it's kind of like already through like that root chakra. But if we're letting go, that means we're sending it up through like the chakras already. Like we're already letting it go up through like the root chakra and like transcending up through the frequencies of the chakras. And then like if we just let God, which means like with the crown, we're also like letting go because that crown is like the attachment portion. So if we're just like letting go, like we're completely hands off. And we've completely just handed something like over to God. And to me, that's so visual that like I just pass things up through my chakras and just like send it back up into heaven. I'm like, what? Well, I love how the bottom starts at that survival mode it's your and working it's your it through your body mm-hmm. up through the top. Actually, as you were thinking, I was like, oh my gosh, this sounds like Maslow's hierarchy of needs. 100%. And I looked it up and it's yeah. like in the rainbow in the same yes. way as I was watching you and following <laughs> Maslow. I'm like, so if any of you are familiar with Maslow's hierarchy of needs, it's like very basic you can look that up and it's it's the chakras it's the same thing except for the what you described actually goes further with the the indigo and the third eye and Mm -hmm. the crown anyway amazing 
Which just goes back to say, like, there's truth in so many things, yes. but when we explain it or use different words or, like, we're just coming at it from different angles, but it's all the same truth. It's all the same, mm-hmm. like, heavenly laws. Right, but we're all going to understand it in different ways because we are different, which I just, I love that. That's yes. incredible. Okay. Okay, so with that said, now let's jump in to examples of how Jill has seen using the chakras, like starting at the root from survival mode. And I'm going to use the word transmuting it (laughs) or changing it, giving it to God, right? So that it can come back through the channels into creating that which she wanted to create. You good with that? Yeah. Okay. So back in the fall, I kind of received a little bit of like a revelation that I was needing to switch up where my office for my practice was located and my lease was going to be coming up in February. And so that just gave me like a few months to kind of like start this like preparatory, like manifesting type work to do. And so I'm a visual person. And so I like to visual that visualize that like in my hands, I'm holding my current office which back then was my old office. (laughs) So like that, it's in my physical world. It is my reality, but I'm wanting to transmute it into what my new office was supposed to be. And so I just kind of visually sent my reality, like my office through my chakras and sent it up through the frequency scales, up through like all of my chakras and just passed it back up to heaven. It's kind of like at the bank when you like, put something into like the shoot. That's kind of like how I visualize it, like through my chakras. If I'm sending something back to heaven because I need to transmute it, I need to change it. Because the beauty, because like the chakras are in frequencies, like the root, it's a sliding scale. So the root is very like physical, it's literal, it's tangible, things you can hold. And then each chakra gets slightly less physical and more like ethereal, like more like metaphysical. And so the crown is 100% ethereal where the root is like 100% physical kind of thing. And so, anyways, yeah, so I just kind of had, like, my current reality, my current office, and sent it up through, and then while the idea of an office was now up into, like, the pure energetic stage, I just then visualized and kind of made a list of, like, what do I actually, like, what are my must-haves in my new office, and what would be, like, not a must have, but like would be nice kind of list. And so I just started forming these lists in my head and like engaging like the energetics of it and kind of manipulating it up there, almost like a Lego set. I'm just like building it like in my mind, all the things like while it's in the pure energetics came up with my like perfect ideal situation, like location, price, size, like I needed a bathroom, I needed a water source nearby and just things like that, everything that I wanted. And then once I feel like I had my ideals like all set in place and then I just started bringing it back down through my chakras, like through the crown, through the third eye, through the throat, all the different things. And then I was able to bring it back into my physical reality and I found the exact perfect location with every single thing on my wants and needs list. Like it was just so perfect. Yeah. (laughs) And obviously that did take a couple of months because I was able to have a few months to truly like manipulate the energetics on it i don't like the word manipulation because it has like a negative connotation a little bit but to me that sounds kind of more like almost clarifying what you're really looking for and i also just want to like emphasize as well like this didn't come without work right like there was still like physical action that you had to take 
in order to find the office, right? Like you have to go out and find it and such, but you're going, it's almost like you're going forward with faith 100%. because you've done this, this process. And also part, no, I'm glad you brought that up because part of me like sending it through my chakras and sending it back up to like heaven and like working on it with God. I'm a huge proponent of we are co-creators with God. And also, so with me, like forming like my perfect office situation with God, I knew all along that I was in alignment with his will for me because it matched my will. And so I knew without a shadow of a doubt that I would be able to find it. With all these like specifications that we both together had formed, I knew I'd be able to find it in the real world because like our alignment, like our wills were aligned. Mm -hmm. And so that to me is how you go forward with faith is because you've already aligned your wills. And so mm -hmm. like, of course, like if you both want it, like it's going to happen. Yeah. 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 And so I was able to find it pretty easy because I just knew it was out there. And so I just, so honestly, like shopping for an office, like this is what happened. On day one of shopping for the office, when like my lease was finally up and like I was within range to like go find the new one, I used my brain and I was like, okay, I like this area, I'm gonna shop here, I'm gonna look everywhere here for offices that are available. And it was like the worst day ever. <laughs> like it was so discouraging. People were like hanging up on me and like they were just like being so rude and it was just so out of alignment. And like I went to bed like kind of teary eyed. I'm like, why was this such an awful experience? I've had such a beautiful last couple of months, like co-creating with God and figuring this all out. And I just knew in my heart, like this place was going to be amazing. And so then I was like, well, duh, I was using my brain all day, not like my prayerful heart. And so I was like, duh, mm -hmm. what am I doing? And I was a little bit of ego. It's like, oh yeah, I have formed this perfect thing in my mind. Like now let's just go get it. And I was like, oh wait, no, I was like, I still need to work with God. Duh. Like, it's so obvious. And so then I just prayed. I'm like, Heavenly Father, I know we together created this like beautiful office. Like, where is it? And then once I asked him, then it just planted into my mind, like literally like the street and like the coordinates of it. And so I just got in my car and drove straight to it. And there's this beautiful like for lease sign, like sitting outside. I walked right in and it was just completely overcame my whole body. Like this is the office I've been looking for. Mm. And so like once I included him back in like the process of it, like it happened so fast and easy. I feel like this is the definition of embodying faith. Ooh. That's so cool. So as I was listening to you, I was trying to put this in the context of the law of creation, right? Like I talked about last time. And I feel like at first you meet yourself where you are, right? Like going backwards of like, this is where I am in the current office space. And then you kind of work your way up, right? Which would be, okay, what do I need to do, right? How do I feel, right? Or how do I need to, what is it? Is it how do you feel currently? So when you're going from the bottom up, right? Are you thinking like, how do I feel currently? Or how do I want to feel so when I have the next yeah, office? No, if we're talking in like my language. <laughs> no, it's perfect. So if we're wanting to change our physical reality, as we go up the chakras, we're going to talk about how we currently feel okay. and what we're currently doing. But then when we're bringing it back down, that's when we're doing it more of like how we want to feel how we what we want to do. Like okay, what we want to be saying. Perfect. Okay, I love that. Because I think that one of the most effective ways to change is first like being very honest with ourselves and where we are at, right? I think a lot of us have a really hard time being honest with ourselves, right? Like we can be like, oh, I just feel stuck. Okay, but what does that mean? Because we very much resist like how we actually feel about something. And so allowing those like icky feelings or even I think a lot of the time the stuck feeling is actually the feeling of desire, but maybe being scared to act or not quite being able to 
know where to go, but it's like, okay, let's just feel desire right now. And then it almost like opens up a portal. I imagine, like I imagine this little portal, like when we can feel the uncomfortable feeling of where we're at right now, let's call it stuckness for a moment, then it's like opens up the portal to like the next thing, right? Kind of like allows us to open up this creativity, kind of unlocks the next level, so to speak. And then it can be like, okay, now I, I know what I want to do. And then it's, then you can speak it into existence. This is how I feel right now. This is where I don't like being. Uh, and then keep going up. And then it's the coming back down part that I think is fun, right? That's what I do a lot in coaching is that coming back down part of like, what do you want, right? Let's move forward with your goals and stuff. But this backwards part where it just like kind of feels icky with being where you are is so important. That is a step that should not be missed. Yeah, no, that's fair. And if you're familiar with EFT tapping, it kind of goes through those same processes. You kind of start out tapping on these like very specific meridian like points you kind of start out being honest with where you're at. Like, oh, like, I feel stuck right now. I feel like this doesn't feel good. I feel a little bit of shame. Like, and then you can kind of move like up through the emotional frequency scale. So like, if you're going, if you're starting out with anger, you can't just, or like depression, you can't just jump straight to, I'm happy. I'm high on life. Everything is amazing. No, that doesn't work. I think that's, I will. Oh, I'm so glad you brought that up because I think so many people feel like that and have that experience and they're like why can't I feel happy I am depressed and I just keep like hearing don't worry be happy right like is that like the most infuriating song that somebody puts (laughs) on for you and you're feeling sad right because it's that's not realistic and so I just want to I just want to like offer so much grace to anyone who's feeling low like you're not supposed to jump from a two to an 11. 100% there are nine numbers in between so like like with depression it can be like find like the middle ground like get bored or like find something that's very like nonchalant like type find like a neutral emotion before we if you're in a negative emotion try to aim for like a neutral emotion and then we can work our way up into like the positive emotions because even from happiness you can like before that you can find like gratitude or something or even just productivity find purpose that can even be a little bit more of like a neutral, like a neutral positive. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Go for that. But yeah, like it's always, it's an energy. It always goes back to everything is energy. And so with energy comes frequency and vibrations. And so you always just want to like increase your frequencies, which is also why I am so, which is why I am so obsessed with sound healing because I love that we can supplement our vibrations. So if you are feeling low, if you are feeling depressed, to me, it's so much easier to like grab a tuning fork and just start putting it on my sternum, like put it on my heart, put it on my third eye, put it on my crown, put it anywhere on my body and I'm increasing and supplementing my vibrations. And to me, like it's just such an easy tool to have the food makes a difference too, like high vibration foods. That's why, like, seriously, like, I always joke that I want my headstone to say everything is energy. Because, like, if Everything's I just leave energy. one legacy, like, mm-hmm. that's what I want everyone to understand. And I truly feel our purpose on this life, like, on this earth, is to understand how to feel and manipulate and move and float. Like, energy is seriously just everything. Okay, so I want to just go backwards a little bit when you mentioned the tuning fork. I'm yeah. familiar with you using that, but I don't okay. think that my listeners are. And <laughs> <It's> so <fair. laughs> let's just explain a little bit more about 
the vibrational energy and frequencies and then why the tuning fork which it is what it it sounds like (laughs) is actually helpful because yes yeah so typically people are familiar with tuning forks to either a just like have that like perfect pitch and they can like tune their instruments to it or in the doctor's office they use it to locate the broken bones which sounds so painful (laughs) but Honest, so just like we can take vitamins to supplement our like nutrients, we can use healing instruments such as tuning forks to supplement our vibrations. Right. So if we get low, like the emotion, yeah, there is an emotional frequency scale. And so if you find yourself in like a low emotion, you can literally use something like a tuning fork to then raise the vibrations of your body, of your mood up into the higher scales of like the higher emotions. Yeah, I think a lot of people are familiar with that sound is vibration, right? We've all been through, like most of us have been through a basic science class. Um, And I just want to like reiterate again how you said like everything is energy and that energy has a frequency, a vibration, and that's what you're talking about, right? And so like our emotions, right? Like if we're looking at our feelings, like all feelings have a different vibrational frequency. So for example, like, depression has a really low vibrational frequency whereas love has a really high vibrational frequency and there's actually some really cool youtube videos that you can see that actually like physically show it and they create like these beautiful intricate designs i'll try to remember to link that in the show notes but that's what jill is talking about okay sorry pick up back to where you were i was gonna say yeah like love and that's also like why essential oils are so effective because those once again are a high vibration Cause I was just thinking like love, I think is like 528 Hertz. And then like Rose is one of the highest physical tangible objects of like this, the highest frequency in a tangible object. Cause past the Rose, then we just get into like emotions and sounds and things that aren't tangible. And so like, that's why like rose essential oil is like amazing, <laughs> but I, yeah. So there are things we can do to supplement our frequencies. And so like when we're wanting to change like our vibrations, because if we're in a low vibration and we want to be in a high vibration, like it just, to me, it just makes sense to then also use vibrations. Like mm-hmm. vibrations are what I want. It, to me, it's just like a cheat code. And it's just so I was going to say, yeah, it feels like a cheat. Like this is like yes. low hanging fruit that nobody 100%. is taking advantage of, right? If yes. it's like, and I think it's just a matter of trusting that everything is energy right and trusting that that we're in a vibration state and it's this we're not saying that this is going to be a cure-all right but why not do something that's going to help right if you know that resources that are available absolutely to help yourself yeah 100 so i promised you that we would cover what it looks like to give it to god i think we did that right and also when we hear things like just change how you feel or just change what you think. I think we kind of covered what that looks like as well. Right. Or maybe not. Did we leave them confused still with that one? What I like to do in order to change things like either like change my perspective, change my circumstances. Cause once again, your perspective is going to be like third eye ish, give or take a chakra. Okay. And then just remember, remind us cause not all of us are, yeah. familiar with the word third eye third eye is the one where we it's the sixth it's, chakra is the indigo it's on your forehead and it's how you see things beyond the physical plane and so it's literally like the mantra for that one is i see and so that's why it's just because it literally is like an eye like right in your forehead and so if you want to change your perspective so it's almost like the spiritual creation right 
thinking about it, the way that you see it. I feel like the way that you see something and the way that you think about something is a little bit different. It's almost really like putting your thought into a visual, like a tangible visual that's not yet created. Does that, does that sound right? Okay. Okay. Sorry. I interrupted you again. Okay. Oh, yeah, there's just, like, that adage of, like, change your attitude or change your circumstance. Like, either one. Like, if you're whining about something or complaining, like, pick what you can change. If you can't change your circumstance, then change your attitude about it. And so, to me, like, I just, I'm so visual and I also see everything, like, from the perspective of the chakras. And so, to me, like, if I need to change my circumstance, that's very root chakra. That is my literal physical world. And so I can change things from there. But if that's not changeable, then I need to change my attitude, which means that I'm going to move this situation up through my chakras and bring it up into my third eye and then see how I can differentiate like or like come up with like a new perspective and like a new way of seeing it. Yeah. And then also I'm moving it to a higher vibration anyways, because like I said, the root chakra is the lowest vibration of the and then the crown is like the highest vibration and so yeah if we're wanting to transmute things or change things we move it up through the chakras and if we're trying to create and manifest we bring things down through the chakras okay do you have a good example of when you brought something down through the chakras and like manifesting right i think a lot of people are familiar with that word that would be yeah within that realm correct sure yeah absolutely so i'm currently working on developing a workshop of how to use the tools of spirituality to enhance our religious experiences and so i've had it in my crown chakra for a really long time i had like a moses burning bush moment like being called of god to like create this workshop and so like it kind of started up there and then i kind of brought it into my third eye to start like what is this going to look like like what does this actually mean and just trying to like kind of visualize everything for it and now i feel like i've been at the stage for the last like month or two of talking about it with all my friends and i'm also like a verbalizer like that's how i process things with human design i'm a throat authority so i definitely need to bring it into my throat tracker to talk it Mm. out to see how i feel about it and so the more I'm talking about it with my friends and family, the more I'm able to like shape it and form it. And so then I'm bringing it into my heart and like I feel so passionate and so excited about it. And then bringing it into my solar plexus, I'm actually now starting to take action on it. And so that's kind of where it's sitting right now for me is like now I'm actually starting to form the outline and I'm starting to like build connections of like wards and stakes and even like magazines to get published in and things like that. So I'm kind of at that action stage for it. The doing zone, which Mm -hmm. is only possible because you've said it, seen it, thought it, felt it. Network. Love it. it. Yeah. I love it. That's such a great example. Jill, is there anything else that you would like to say to us? Actually, and tell us how to find you. Oh yeah. No, I just wanted to end with like, just, Kind of like the title of this episode, like live your life in color, create your life in color and praise him in color. It just, I'm so passionate about, so I feel sometimes people get a little stagnant or like maybe a little bored in their studies and religion. Like I'm just so passionate about it. Like it just needs to be colorful and fun and just, yeah. I like to praise Jesus with my voice, singing gospel music so loud in my car. And like, (laughs) to me that like is just so colorful for me. So I just want to remind everyone to just live in color and praise him in color. I love that. 
I love that. Too. I love it. <laughs> we don't need to be. Yeah, we don't need to be reserved. You yes. can be if you want to, but yes. you don't have to. Yes. I love that. <laughs> yeah, my socials on Instagram is vibes of light and it's vibes dot of dot light. And then on Facebook, I have the group of vibes of light, but also just Jill Serafina. If you want to follow me on Facebook. Yeah, which I'll link all of that for your easy finding. All right. Thank you so much for being here this This was was so so much fun this was so fun (laughs) and jill is going to be on my podcast a few more times we have a lot of topics that we want to talk about and and like i said it's just really fun to get her perspective and this is perspective detective if you have any questions or if there's anything that you want to hear specifically from jill or me answer any questions or if there's like i really want you to talk about any certain topic then we'd love to hear your feedback until then be watchful and stay curious Hey friends, just one last thing. I know listening to a podcast is a really great way to consume helpful knowledge and tips on your own time. But if you want to personally apply the things that you're learning on the podcast, but you don't have a big chunk of time to schedule a coaching call, then you might enjoy Marco Polo coaching. I'm offering exclusive Marco Polo coaching for you who is ready to take what you're learning here on the podcast and get personalized coaching to move forward with having more joy and freedom and really create the progress and results that you want to see in your life. So just click the link in the show notes to find the details and we'll get working on co-creating something amazing without having to schedule a big chunk of time.